Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Small Town Hockey Heroes. Today, we're looking at Jack Leswick. Jack Leswick was born on January 1st, 1910 in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, to a family that seemed destined to play hockey. Two of his brothers, Pete and Tony, would play in the NHL to varying success. Pete would play one game for the New York Americans in 1936-37, scoring one goal. He followed that NHL stint with another one in 1944-45 when he played two games for the Boston Bruins, recording no points. Tony would have much more success, playing 12 seasons for the New York Rangers, Chicago Blackhawks, and Detroit Red Wings. With the Red Wings, Tony would win the Stanley Cup in 1952, 1954, and 1955. He would score the final goal in the overtime of Game 7 in the 1954 Final. He would also play in the All-Star Game in 1947, 1948, 1949, 1950, 1952, and 1954, and be named to the NHL's second All-Star team in 1950. But this episode is not about Tony, it's about Jack. While Pete would play only three games, and Tony would play 12 seasons, Jack falls in the middle with his NHL experience. Jack would become one of the top players in the Prairies of Canada in 1928-29 when he joined Roy and Jack Bentley on the Lloydminster Elks. According to Bill Skinner and John Tingley, there was never in their memory a hockey player with such an uncanny way with a stick. In one game against Vermillion, there was an altercation on the ice, and the referee ruled that the Lloyd Minster could only have one player and the goalkeeper on the ice for two minutes. Jack was the one sent over the boards, and in those two minutes, despite being outmanned, he scored two goals and kept Vermillion away from the puck the entire penalty. Thanks to Jack Leswick, Lloyd Minster would win the Intermediate A Championship of Alberta in 1929. In 1929-30, he joined the Drumheller Miners of the Alberta Senior Hockey League and picked up 19 points in 11 games. According to the Edmonton Bulletin issue of February 1, 1930, Leswick was leading the league in points with 19, three more than Charlie O'Neill in second. Leswick would be remembered for many years in the community. In an issue of the Drumheller Review published in 1934, it was said that Jack was a big factor in the Miners coming out of the league cellar and to the top of the heap. After leaving Drumheller at the end of the season, the team was unable to replicate its championship success. Beginning with three and a half seasons with the Duluth Hornets of the AHA, Jack would have an immediate success in that league. In his first season, he had two points in nine games, followed by 31 points in 43 games in 1930-31, 16 points in 35 games in 1931-32, and 40 points in 41 games in 1932-33. During his last season with Duluth, he was the leading scorer in the league. He would begin the 1934 season with the Kansas City Greyhounds, registering six points in eight games before being called up to play with the Chicago Blackhawks. He would play in 37 games, scoring one goal and picking up seven assists. That stat total would put him eighth in team scoring. His play would help the Chicago Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup that year. He also earned the nickname Newsy with the Blackhawks, possibly due to his stellar play that compared him with legendary player Newsy Lalonde. He also earned himself a contract to play for the Hawks the next season. It is likely that Jack would have had a longer NHL career if not for the circumstances of the offseason. His body was found in August of 1934 in the Assiniboine River without a wallet or valuables, including a gold watch from the Blackhawks that he always wore. 
Jack had been in Winnipeg for three weeks on vacation during the off-season. His body was identified by Leroy Golosworthy and Lola Cortier, both members of the Blackhawks. It is not known what happened, but the Winnipeg coroner suspected it was either an accident or suicide. In an article published in the Winnipeg Tribune, it was stated that his brother Peter felt that he was the victim of murder or a robbery. While his valuables were gone, the body showed no marks of violence. His brother rejected that Jack took his own life, saying he was an aggressive character and suicide would have been the farthest thing from his mind. In a strange twist of fate, his body was pulled from the river by some swimmers. One of those swimmers was Cecil Fonten, who lived in Drumheller and watched Jack play on the ice for the hometown team. In an issue of the Drumheller Review on August 1st, 1934, Leswick had been missing for five days when his body was found. As the article on his death said, Fans will always have the pleasant memory of Gentleman Jack, the young chap who electrified thousands with his stellar performances on the steel blades and with the hockey stick. Information for this piece comes from Wikipedia, Hockey DB, The Edmonton Bulletin, The Drumheller Review, 75 Years of Lloyd Minster Hockey, The Winnipeg Tribune, and Greatest Hockey Legends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Town Hockey Heroes, and if you did, please give a like or review. You can reach me at crwbaird at gmail.com or on Twitter at craigbaird. You can also find hundreds of articles on local history on my website at canadax, that's C-A-N-A-D-A-E-H-X, dot blogspot, dot C-A.